Just when you thought it was safe to stand up and salute the flag, Uncle Sam is back with a vengeance. A Kuwaiti military unit discovered mass grave in the desert. They positively identified the body. Jody, stay away from the coffin. You never fought for your country. You just killed for the Rami Jelen. Now, Uncle Sam has a contract on America. <laughs> Draft dodgers, watch out. Someone's been killed. Tax cheaters, beware. Somebody help! No one will ever burn another flag. <laughs> Nobody will ever desecrate another grave. And no politician will ever tell another lie. And the July 4th weekend will never be the same again. From William Lustig, director of Maniac, and the Maniac Cop Trilogy, comes an all-new terror experience. Uncle Sam is a red-blooded, all-American nightmare. Uncle Sam wants you dead. Alrighty, welcome to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And as always, I'm Johnny. And I'm still Randy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if we sound any different this week, it's because we are trying uh, our new microphones. We're trying to upgrade here. Yes, we are trying to become a, a professional sounding podcast. Professionals. So if this episode sounds a little weird, we apologize, but we are slowly upgrading our stuff. Yeah, we tried the microphones three or four different times, and we've come to the conclusion that I am just way too soft-spoken. Yeah, and I'm too loud. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. I don't know why, because I'm usually like the, the, the loud one in the group right, all the time. So I guess if I'm just not, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. I'm, ho I'm just hoping you're loud enough now. I hope so. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not too loud. Well, I got to say, after watching the trailer... It showed the entire movie. Basically. Yeah. I mean, it, Sorry, it, it left it, nothing to the imagination. So this movie is one hour and 29 minutes long. Save yourself one hour, 26 minutes, and just go watch the minute 36 trailer on YouTube. And that'll about do it. Yeah, it showed almost every uh, kill scene in that. But I will say, this is the first time I've actually watched that trailer. Mm -hmm. And I did not know that the director was the same director that did Maniac Cop. Oh, really? And and now hearing that, mm -hmm. there's so many things that I can think of in the movie that we just watched that remind me of Maniac Cop. Which I still haven't finished. And I'm a big Bruce Campbell uh, fan. It makes no sense. I know it. I, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 More sound effects for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, this has nothing to do with uh, what we're talking about, but us just sitting there doing that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a show I want you to watch. Oh, man. And uh, right now it's actually on uh, the Shutter app mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it, the channel. But Adam Green, the one that did the Hatchet films, Frozen, mm -hmm. all that, he did a great TV show. It was called Holliston. And I'm hoping they still come back for season three. I think you showed me some of it. Yeah, I've showed you some before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have. But him and his buddy Joe Lynch are the main stars of it. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because when, when one of them starts to tell a story and the other one gets interrupted, they just look at each other and one of them go, please. And the other one goes, go ahead. 
And but <laughs> but like they've actually done it in the show where like they do it so long it'll go to commercial break it comes back and they're like no please go ahead please so that's what reminded me we were whatever but this is my first time ever seeing this film it's probably going to be the last time i ever watch it and you're the one that recommended it i did you know there's something about movies that you remember from your childhood that um well they 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 just don't hold the weight that they used to. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Hey, hey. <laughs> Killer Clowns from Outer Space is still a great movie. Yeah, I know, and I'm just messing with you. So. Um, yeah, and before we get started like with going into the movie, I just want to say uh, I know we're a little bit late, but I hope everybody had a safe 4th of July. Yep, our little bi-weekly schedule just happened to hit the weekend after 4th right. of July. So I just hope everybody had a safe 4th. I uh, hope you got to see your family, friends, and God bless America. God bless America. Hope you ate plenty of barbecue. Yes, yes. Hot dogs, hamburgers, ribs, briskets. We had roast. we went camping for the 4th. Yeah, no. It was, it was pretty nice. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get to go. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nah. 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 Mm. <laughs> this is going to be a thing now. I, I, I'm going to say. I, I feel like this is going to be a thing now. It may be. Yeah. It may be, man. May, you know what? Who knows? So, before we uh, start reading the cast and you read your summary, after all these years, what did you think of uh, the movie now that you watched it again? Um, after all these years, now watching the movie. My water bottle don't make the noises his soda does. It was terrible. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, if we're just being point blank and honest, it was terrible. Everything was terrible. The very beginning of the movie was terrible because they plop you into this helicopter crash and they wow. say this dude's dead. And then out of nowhere, he comes back to life, breaks the dude's neck and shoots his lieutenant or whatever the guy was with no backstory whatsoever. I'm just saying if the dude... I think the dude would have been more creepy if he didn't have the Uncle Sam mask the entire time. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. That's the only good thing that I could think of in this movie is the makeup was the uh, the ending. And he looked like what he did on the poster. Yeah. So I don't know why they covered his face the whole time. I don't know. Because they're stupid. That or, well, I mean, maybe they didn't have enough time to have all the makeup through the whole movie. I don't know. Well, it's kind of like you said. That at one point, there was at least three of those guys dressed up. So <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to do the same makeup on three people. Right. So, <laughs> if we're ready to get rocking and rolling with this uh, review or whatever you want to call it. Randy, you want to do the summary first or you want me to do the cast? Go ahead, the summary. Right on. Go ahead. And there's a storm vet who was killed in combat, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be able to hear you. No, yeah, it's not going to happen. Desert Storm vet who was killed in combat rises from the grave on July 4th to kill the unpatriotic citizens of his hometown after some teens burn an American flag over his burial site. And again, if you just read that, you're better off. Right? Because that about covers it. And let's see the cast here. Of course, Uncle Sam come out in 1996. And it was written by Larry Cohen and directed by William Lustig. 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 Mm. 
and it is uh, actually uh, categorized as a horror slasher film. And it was neither. What? It was neither. There was no slashing. There was slicing and dicing. There was an axe in the head. That was the best kill scene. Right. So, the cast, uh, William Smith played the major. In the very beginning. He had a 15-second part. Yeah. And let's see here. Uh, Isaac Hayes was Jed Crowley. Shaft. <laughs> William Smith was... I didn't read him, sorry. Major. Mm-hmm. PJ Souls. Oh, Lord. As... What does that say? What's her name? Madge, Madge? Cronin. Hmm. I don't even think they ever said her name, did they? I don't remember. Then Bo Ho- uh, Hopkins played Sergeant Twining. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. Whoever thought of these names are like... Yes, strange. Timothy Bottoms played Crandall. Christopher... Holy crap. Ogden. Ogden played Jody. And David... Frolic, Frolic, and they call him Shark. He played Sam Harper. Leslie Neal played Sally Baker. And let's see here, Anne, oh, what's that? Trim, uh, Trimco, Trimco played uh, Louise. 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 Do you see the kid? I don't remember what the kid's name. Oh, there, that's the kid. Zachary McLemore played Barry. So that was the little kid in the wheelchair. That was my favorite character of the entire yep. movie. The blind kid. The blind kid with the burns. And, and you can't forget, forget about Robert Forster. Right. Who was actually Bud mm-hmm. on uh, Last Man Standing. Right. He played he Cummings. Was, he was the owner of Bud's Buds. <laughs> Bud's Buds? Bud's Buds. It's very strange. He's been a lot of stuff, man. Oh, yeah. he's, he's he, Like you said, he... When we looked at him in the movie, it's like ridiculous how much younger he is. That's where I know him. Me, myself, and Irene. Who? The guy, uh, Robert uh, Forster, whatever his name is. He was uh, the captain. He he was friends with uh, Jim Carrey in that movie. Really? Yeah. Did not recognize that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's all the cast I'm going to read because yeah. I feel like that's pretty much everyone. Well, that's about covers everybody important anyway. Right. <clears throat> So, Randy, you want to lead this one? <laughs> if I do, this podcast is over. <laughs> right, right. It was, you know. So, you ready to get into the movie, bud? Let's do it. All righty. So, the opening scene, we see a date. It's June 14th. 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 And we see the Sarge get out, or the Major, whatever you want to call him. And it looks like, I'm guessing, they're overseas. Mm-hmm. And there's been a plane crash, and apparently it's it's due to a helicopter crash, and it was due to a friendly fire, right? Is well, that doesn't the, it say they were in Kuwait? I don't remember. I think in the beginning of it, it said Kuwait. Oh, okay. Which but, makes sense because they refer to being him being in Kuwait during the whole movie. Dang, I'm glad you paid attention because yeah. I never noticed that. Well, I was kind of dedicated at the time, so. Oh, you were just excited. I was. I'm not going to lie. At first, I was. But... Now, ain't that what they said that what is what caused it to come down was friendly fire? Uh, eventually, yeah, because they had um, they they were just you know reviewing it as a regular crash, and then I think the guy was uh, when he was looking in the the helicopter found the box the black box I guess mm-hmm. the helicopter and he said something about friendly fire yeah and then that's when Major 
told them no major the yeah they just call him major yeah that's, that's when he was just like i don't want to hear none of that no none of that no we don't want to talk about dude he's fire. you know who you reminded me of the ultimate pukes <laughs> sergeant oh, <no>. slaughter <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah he had that voice i was like that's sergeant slaughter yeah that same you know yeah Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, you man, stand man. out of tension, <laughs> maggots. <laughs> but anyway, so back in the, uh, everybody's already like not hey, invested in this. They've they've already changed it. Yeah. Anyway, so we're if getting, you're still here, if yeah, if you're still here, and now we're we're back to our feature presentation. Dun, dun, dun. So anyway, the Sarge is telling them, you know to. Clean up, look for survivors, whatever. Like I said, there's been this big helicopter wreck, and we see a body that's burnt. Um, it's it's in the pilot seat and then at the co-pilot as well. Well, it's funny because, you know, I noticed that in this film, they didn't really say a lot of the characters' names. Mm-mm. So I'm just going to say this. We don't call them like army guys walking over there to check and see. And as he leans over this body, it's Sam Harper. Mm-hmm. And he, he grabs, actually, yeah, he actually grabs a dog tag and, and says his name there. Yeah, when he grabs uh Sam's dog tag, dog tags, he grabs a hold of him and says, Don't be afraid, it's only friendly fire. And he starts shooting through him. Well, he cracked his neck first. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He cracks his he breaks his neck, starts shooting through him to hit the major, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of fades off into the credits. and the credits has got that old American theme. <laughs> How's it go, Randy? Or do you remember? Mm-mm. I know it was the national anthem, wasn't it? No. Not the national anthem. It was... Uh, wasn't it? What was it? Was it the... Uh, dun, dun, dun? No, it wasn't that one. I don't remember. I don't remember either. It was bad. But they're showing all, like, as the credits are rolling, it's showing American flags. It's, showing, it's just kind of giving you a little history lesson, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, after the credits roll, all of a sudden we see it says Twin Rivers, USA, July 1st. Which is kind of weird because we used to have a hospital named Twin Rivers. Yeah. And we have a Twin Rivers College, too. Mm-hmm. And now we have a Three rivers. shell of a building. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, after it cuts to that, after it says the Twin Rivers, USA, July 1st, we see a boy and he's in his bed and, and apparently he's having a bad dream. Mm-hmm. And it kind of does a little quick flash, and we see a picture by his bed, and it's just, you know, a man giving the old salute. Mm -hmm. And the boy accidentally knocks the picture over. You hear it break. Well, then the boy wakes up, and eventually you learn this boy's name is Jody. He gets up, and as he gets to get off his bed, he actually steps on the broken glass, and he cuts his foot. So then he starts hobbling to his mom and dad's, or his mom's room. And I don't know. I guess it was really late at night. Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. It, it, it was at least in the middle of the, middle of the night. Right. And he's hopping <clears> down <throat> there to her room. Well, when he gets into her room, he wakes his mom up. She's like, what's wrong, son? He says, uh, I cut my foot real bad. She asks what happened. He tells her, you know, hey, I knocked a picture frame over of, and he finally says it, of his Uncle Sam. And he says, I stepped on the glass and broke it. So they just start talking kind of about Uncle Sam. She's like, you really looked up to him, didn't you? He's like, yeah, I did. You know, I did. And you can tell already that he's got a connection with his uncle. And they never tell what happened to his dad. Mm-mm. But he does, like, every time he got, tries to get his mom to talk about Uncle Sam, 
she changes the subject and he goes, why do you not like talking about him? And she's like, oh, it's not that, honey. You know, she's trying to, she's trying to pretty much get off the subject. Right. And then he goes, you, you almost do the same thing with dad. So right there, you kind of know that, hey, went, you know, there's a connection somewhere. You just don't know where it's at yet. Mm-hmm. But really, they don't really ever mention the dad a whole lot more. No, that was one of my biggest flaws or my biggest complaints with this movie is there was no backstory for anything. Yeah, I mean, and you know me about the backstories. It was just nothing. Like, don't know if he left. Don't know if he was dead. What you, don't, you don't even get a whole lot of backstory on Uncle Sam until the very end of the movie. Right, right. But, you know, she sends him off back to bed. She says, you know, I'm tired. Go ahead and go back. And, you know, he got his foot all doctored up. So he goes back to bed. Well, then it cuts to now we see a police car pulling up to a house. And it's Officer Burke and a woman, which we find out is Mrs. Harper. So it's Sam Harper's uh, widow. And (laughs) Officer Burke leans in. You know, he kisses her just for a couple seconds. And then she kind of pushes off. And he's like, why can't I come in? And But what's what's funny is, is as they're talking, it cuts to and we see some dude standing on our porch. He's just watching. So we don't know who that is quite yet. And finally, she just tells him, you know, not right now. Now is not the time. And he says, it's your husband, ain't it? You know, and she's, like I said, and at this point, we don't know who she is. And we don't know what the deal is. You can just tell that she's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So she gets out of the police car. She starts heading up to her porch when all of a sudden, I'm just going to say he's uh, a general. He was sergeant. That was Sergeant 20. Oh, was he? He mm-hmm. was a sergeant. Okay, I'm sorry. Yep. Then the sergeant comes out and he, he says, excuse me, Mrs. Harper, and scares her half to death. He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. But he he informs her, uh, I, you know, I need to discuss your husband, Sam. And she's like, it's been three years. And she's like, is he alive? And it's funny because when she says it, there's no, there's not really excitement, like joyful. Yeah. It's almost, you could tell that she's like, oh God. Petrified. Yeah. Which is, it's really weird because they don't give you, I mean, the very beginning of the movie shows the the helicopter crash, Mm -hmm. but then he comes in on this porch later and says they found a mass grave and he, he was identified. Right. So it's like, it's been three years since he went missing. Right. And now they're just now found in his body. Yeah. I got a little confused on that at, yeah. at, for a minute. It was weird. But the way she acted, like I said, you really don't know if she was excited, like, oh, is he alive? Or, but it wasn't that way. It was right. like, oh, God. And first thing I thought in my mind was, okay, she's been sleeping around. Right. And now she found out he's alive. That's what I took yeah. it as at first. Well, no, he finally, uh, the sergeant finally tells her, uh, no, we found your husband's body. And he's he asks her. He says, "Do you want him to be buried at a uh, what, what would you call it? Uh, it's like an Arlington type place." Yeah, and she says, "No, he's got a spot between his mom and dad." And he goes to hand her uh, the something, and he finally tells her, "These are his dog tags." And you know, you tell she's she's trying not to get too emotional in front of him, but so now she found out he's alive, and he says, "You know, if you need anything." You just holler at me. Uh, did he give her? Did he give her his number? Or he gave her? I thought he gave her something. I don't think I remember him handing with a dog tag. Okay, see, I thought he gave her, or maybe he told her where he was staying or something. Maybe I don't remember. But anyway, he said he'd check in periodically. Anyway, so he turns around <laughs> and leaves, and as she goes in the house, 
she breaks down and starts crying. Again, you can't really tell if they were tears of joy that he was finally dead or if it was like mourning the fact that he might have been alive. Right. So it cuts to now we get introduced to Jed Crowley. Oh, Jed. Yeah. Shaft. And I like it because it's funny because he's hooking up his uh, suit. And uh, you can hear him go, too many rolls and jelly donuts. <laughs> and then he's like, too many mothballs, too. You know, and he's like, whoo. And you can see he kind of waves his hand back and forth because he hasn't wore that suit in a long time. I love Isaac Hayes, man. He, go was, he was such, he was one of those laid back actors, even in any movie that he was in. Go ahead. You got you to do the line yeah. from uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, when he was a sneeze? Yeah. What we have with you here is a great strength of feet. <laughs> I love it. That's, yeah. That's I well, I was like, when we was watching, I don't know. I mean, I know he was Shaft. Yeah. But I was like, God, it's the voice. I'm like, okay, I know this dude. I know this dude. And then finally he just hit me. I was like, no, 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 no. A chew is my son. <laughs> what, you, what you heard was the breaking of this poor man's heart. Yeah. And the, oh, d- my eyes. Yeah, because he's like, ha, ah, ah. ha, ha. <laughs> go, go, please go. We need to review that movie. I would love to. It's not, a horror, it's not a horror movie. Though, I don't so. care. <laughs> at, at, at this point, we need it, we just change it. No. One week. Uh-uh. Give me one more. Right. What movie? Rookie of the Year. Chet? Mm-hmm. When he said, give me one more. Yeah. Anyway. Hot ice. <laughs> I heat up, up the ice, ice cubes. cubes. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Oh man, it's so funny. It's the best of both worlds. Anyway, <clears throat> back to the movie. <laughs> anyway, so after Jed's trying his outfit on, it cuts to a boy reading comics. Well, it what it is is Jody, and he's at his kitchen table and he's eating breakfast and he's reading this war comic book. It's actually one that was about his uncle. Oh, really? Yeah, because they talked that they said his name in the in the comic. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Well, out of nowhere, um, his aunt walks down. What was her name? Louise. Louise walks down and uh, I'm guess she's, she's living with him. I don't know. She's, I don't know. I don't either. Cause it looked like she come down from upstairs. Didn't it? Yeah. And come to think about it, at the end of the movie, they were at her house or at that same house. Cause that porch. Hmm. So I guess maybe she's living with him. I don't know. Or they're living with her. No, I think she's living with it. Okay. I mean, I have no idea, so. Man, I don't know, to be honest with you. But anyway, it was just it's just weird how it was set up. But she comes down, and she starts talking to her sister, which is, of course, is uh, Sally. I believe was her name in the movie. Mm-hmm. And she's telling Sally about getting the the news from the sergeant about they, they have Sam's body. And how relieved she was that, you know, he wasn't alive. Yeah. Yeah. So that he was dead. Again, no backstory on why this dude, everybody assumed this guy was a douche. Right. No backstory whatsoever. Right. At the beginning. And I don't know. To me, this scene, I got taken out of the scene just by the acting. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, there was a lot of scenes where the the, the little boy's facial expressions, like just to me, you know, he because he's trying to listen, and then his mom's like, "Hey, honey, why don't you go ahead and go upstairs?" I don't know. It just sometimes there were so many distractions in this film that 
it took me out of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey. So, but she, anyway, she's talking to her sister and, you know, they're kind of, they're not really telling what happened back in the past, but you could tell that this Sam guy was not a good guy at all. No. Well, it cuts to Jody at his school and he tells his a teacher, Mr. Uh, Crandall, he's like, uh, and I, it's just weird because he's out of nowhere. He like, he's like, Mr. Crandall, uh, they found my uncle Sam's uh, body. And it was like, where on earth did that come from? Yeah, why would you just automatically start a conversation with that in class? <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, he, uh, Mr. Crandall's like, oh, really? You know, okay. And he's like, I brought uh, his medals if you'd like to see him. Even right, this is the spot where when Mr. Crandall looked, he's like, uh, okay, yeah, share it with the class. Go ahead and come up front. You can tell that every time he brings up his uncle. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah, for everybody. So you're already getting that. and. He asks his uh, Mr. You know, as he's showing all the purple hearts and he's showing all mm-hmm. the medals, he asks his teacher, Mr. Crandall. He's like, "Did you serve in the army?" And what did he say? It was a different time when I grew up. It was he grew up during the Vietnam War. Yeah, and it was a time where everybody felt the war was unjust, and he and protested it, against <clears> it. And he was one of the ones that protested, and he had mentioned that some of them left the country. Yeah, and he said, "So he said, so you you what did he say? You ran." Or you hid something like that. Yeah, and then he, he kept saying like it, it was different. It was it was hard for people, and that's when Jody <laughs> said something about my uncle. Said those people were cowards. Yeah, and the, you can tell that struck a nerve with the teacher. Yeah, because he was like, "Okay, you can go sit back down now." And he's like, "I didn't say you were a coward. My uncle did." Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, we're already getting the gist now. This Uncle Sam dude is something was off. Yeah, but. When it shows the picture, you know, at the very beginning, and you know, he wrote to his his nephew. Mm-hmm. You could tell that I guess he he did have a soft spot for his nephew for Jody. Yeah. So finally, uh, Sam's body shows up, and I will say I really like this view. They're taking the casket into the house, and it's like the casket is setting on top, or not that casket. I'm sorry, the camera is setting on top of the casket as it's mm-hmm. getting wielded in the house. I thought that was a pretty neat yeah. little camera shot. That was the only one. <laughs> That's what I to say. That was about the only one that stuck out to me. And so they wheel the body in. They got the American flag over, and uh, Jody comes down stairs, and he's wanting to see the body. Or no, he comes. No, I'm sorry. He comes in the in the door, and he's like, "I wanted to help them carry Sam in." Yeah. And um, and he was like, "Can I touch it?" Talking about the casket, and they're like, "Yeah, go ahead." You know, the general or the sergeant's like, "Yeah, go." So he puts his hand up underneath the American flag and he's trying to open it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we got it sealed. And he's like, why, why, why can we not see him? He was like, <clears throat> he was, how do you say it? Something like, uh, he went through a lot or something. Yeah. He went through, he, he went through a lot, son, you know? And he says, well, I got his medals and I would like, I think he should wear his medals. I want to put his medals in, in with him. And then the sergeant's like, well, I think, uh, he would want you to have those. Keep a hold of those. Right. And then he says, well, I want to get my own when I join one day when I enlist. So he's all giddy about joining. And that's what he, he's even talked later in the film. Does he want to be in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, you know. But it just kind of lit up the sar- a sergeant. He's like, one of these days, you know, and mm-hmm. gives him the old salute. So, like I said, you can just really tell that Jody has a soft spot for his uncle. Oh, really thought highly of him. For sure. And it's funny because after uh, after all this, it cuts to the general and he's in his hotel room, I'm guessing. 
And you think he's a pretty good guy, but then he's in there and he's like, I'm just going to say this. Uh, he's like, Sam's widow. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get a piece of that. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. Like that came out of nowhere. Dude was a pervert. Yeah, but it was like the scene didn't belong. No. Like it served no purpose. Mm. It was like, well, we got to fill this spot. Let's just make the sergeant a douche. The only thing it served was the fact that knowing the the, the basic story behind the whole movie made me feel like he was going to be the first one Sam killed whenever he came back to life. Yeah. And technically, he probably was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll find that out later on. Right. Not to any spoilers. <laughs> Bloopers. Bloopers. Uh, so uh, now it cuts back to Sally and her new boyfriend. Or I guess it's not her new boyfriend. Her boyfriend, Ralph. And they're sitting at a kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And here comes um, Jody. And she's like, honey, come sit down and eat supper. And he's like, I don't want to eat. She goes, oh, no, you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of already tell that uh, – I don't know. You can kind of tell that Jody and Ralph aren't digging each other at all. So you can tell that Ralph is trying, you know, to make a connection with Jody, but yeah. Jody ain't having it. No. So it anyway, like Ralph wants more of a connection with his mom than anything. Yeah. And he's, they, the, you know, Ralph, uh, Jody starts eating a little bit, but finally he just gets <laughs> off. He gets up and gets mad. Because over here choking, I'm about to die. Uh, Ralph is trying too hard, is what it is. Yeah, and he gets up and storms off, and he leans over to you know his mom, not his mom, but he leans over to Sally, and he's like, you know, he'd probably show me a little bit more affection, respect, respect if you would show me more affection. <laughs> you know, like he was trying to get in them draws. He was trying, boy. Mm. But anyway, <coughs> so. Excuse me. Now Jody, uh, it cuts to later that night, Jody's sneaking downstairs, and once again, he's trying to open the casket. And But it's, it's funny because I thought he actually unlatched it. That's what it looked like at first. It looked like he like got really close. Yeah, and he put his he put the metals on top of the casket. Uh-huh. But he's sitting there messing with the handle, and he's like, ah, it must be lonely being dead. Just a weird kid. Yeah. Just a weird kid. Not so, even bad acting at this point. It's just a weird kid. Right. So it cuts to the next day, and you might as well say it's kind of his funeral. Yeah. And Jed's there, and he goes up and he kind of puts his hand on the casket. Well, this whole time, Jody is sitting there in his little, like, suit, and he looks over, and he's staring at Jed's leg. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jed's like, you want to know which one it is, don't you? And his mom's like, Jody, it's not polite to stare. And he's like, oh, no, no, that's fine. He's just curious. And he's like, it's the right one. Mm-hmm. And he, they go to step outside, and he's like, the only thing I got to worry about now is termites. He's like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. <laughs> you know. And he raises the leg up, and he tells him, he's like, go ahead, hit it. And Jody taps on his leg. But it's funny because as they're sitting there talking, that's when he starts telling Jed, he's like, yeah, one of these days I'm going to join the Army or the Air Force. And <laughs> Jed's like, uh, get that out of your head right mm-hmm. now. He was like, uh, don't even think about going into war. And, killing and stuff he goes become a doctor and help people you know jed wouldn't have no part of it yeah because i mean and that's what he he was talking about he said uh he, he said i knew your uncle and he said your uncle uh had a an anger issue he 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 pretty much he joined it to kill mm-hmm. he loved to kill 
You know, so now we're finally starting to get a little taste of, okay, the Sam guy, which we already knew he wasn't really a good guy. Right. But now you're starting to see, okay, and, and I like what he said. And I never heard this before in a film. I will say this stuck out to my head, and I don't know how he worded it exactly, but he says, you get a man in there that loves to kill, and he just goes crazy, and that's what he loves. But then when he gets out, he's told to turn the crazy off. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I like the analogy he did. You, you, you take somebody that, is uh, a lunatic and they're out there running around shooting and gunning and stuff like that. They call him a hero. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was a lot of good. I will say that that scene right there and, and maybe it was just how much I like Isaac Hayes. Right. That scene kind of stuck. That really stuck out. And after they get done, he says, you know, I tell your mama, I said, uh, bye or whatever, you know, and Jody walks back in and he hears Ralph, his mom's boyfriend talking and he just, he's arrogant. Mm-hmm. And Jody goes, says, uh, would you just shut up? Point blank. And, yeah. And his mom's like, Jody. And she's like, go up to your stair, or go up to your room. You're grounded. And she's like, you're not going, you're grounded for a week and you're not going to the parade and something else. And he's like, fine. I didn't want to go anyway. Mm-hmm. So now it cuts to July 4th. And we see three guys burning an American flag over a grave. And one of them actually draws the uh, swastika. Yeah, the swastika on uh, the grave marker that said savage. Yes. And they light this American flag on fire, and they're spinning around their heads. Well, as they're burning it, they're over Sam's uh, soon-to-be plot. Yeah, and there's like ashes and pieces of flag and on fire and falling into his open grave. Yep. So as this is happening, we get a shot of Sam inside the casket, and his hand is all like, his hands all burnt up, moldy looking. I don't even know if it was burnt or if it was just like decayed. Yeah, I would say dec- more decayed. I would say probably more decayed. And now Sam's coming alive. You can hear him starting to breathe, and his eyes opens up, and he's got these dark yellowish green eyes. It looked pretty. I did like that. I thought yeah. it looked pretty cool. And now Sam unlocks the casket. He gets out and he's going upstairs. And the first thing he does is goes to Jody's room. And pulls out all of his medals and it shows him pinning them to his decayed skin. Yeah. Not his jacket. No. To his actual chest. Then this scene right here to make no sense to me. He goes into the mom's bedroom. The mom's asleep and t- she's got her back to uh, to him. And he just stands in front of her window just looking at her. And then it just cuts. Makes no sense. Because he does something with his hands. It almost looks like you ever pull your hands up and you pop your knuckles like you're getting ready to fight. Yep. It almost looked like he did that. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I thought he was going to get her or something. Another one of those things that made no sense. And well, and then it cuts to, we see this girl, she's uh, in a towel, and she's drying her hair mm-hmm. off, you know, she just got a shower, and all of a sudden, Uncle Sam pops up. But it's not the killer Uncle Sam, it's a guy named Willie dressed as Uncle Sam. And he's watching her getting, uh, getting naked, you know. And she drops her towel, and he's like, Oh, oh, and she turns around and, and she sees him and he falls over. She sticks her head out the door and she's like, Willie, you peep or you creep, you know, and all this stuff. And she does one of the worst scared screams. Yeah. So, ah. Yeah, that was it. That's exactly what it sounded like. And that's that exactly what it sounded like. And it's funny because he's on stilts. Yeah. And I, hey, he was handling pretty good, but he's taking off running down the street. It's late at night. Well, he was trying to run. Well, trying. He was high stepping it. Yeah. I give you. Yeah. <laughs> and as he's getting it, he's going down the street. Like I said, it's late at night. 
he's trying to get away. Well, out of nowhere, the Uncle Sam, the killer, is chasing him. And, I, you know, he don't know that it's a killer. He's just like, hey, man, quit following me, man, you know. And he gets all the way to this park where he's not paying attention. And all of a sudden, he hits his face on a branch, and he falls over, and he's like, oh, dang, man. He's like, I got to wear this in a parade tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, it's all dirty. Well, all of a sudden, Uncle Sam walks up, and we still haven't seen – well, yeah, we saw his face, but not like the full yeah. frontal or whatever. And he goes, what's wrong with your face, man? And he leans over, and he sticks his hands on uh, the Uncle Sam mask. Sam does. And he looks at Willie and uh, he says, uh, I hope you got an eyeful. I don't know what he did. He grabs the mask and then all of a sudden he's got these hedge clippers. Yeah, he did something with the hedge clippers. Yeah, I don't think it didn't show it in it. You huh? just hear it. So Willie did. He and, gone. Yeah. I say you, he did. And then it shows him cutting like the pants to fit him, yeah. to fit the killer Sam. And now it's to the guys that's back in the graveyard that was lighting the American flag on fire. One of the guys' name is Rick, and he's like, I got to go take a piss. And the other two's like, well, we're heading out. Well, as he's sitting there pissing, when he turns around, Uncle Sam is fully dressed as the Uncle Sam now. Yep, masking off. Yep, and he's got some uh, red, white, and blue spray paint, and he's spray painting Rick's face. And Rick's flipping out. Well, all of a sudden, it goes to black, and then when he wakes up, He's in uh, uh blah. he's in Sam uh, Harper's grave. Yep, and his face is all red, white, and blue and stuff. But Rick gets uh, Rick gets up, and he's got something on his leg. I guess it was supposed to be like it was supposed to be a bone by bone broken through the skin. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I was. No, it looked like bubble gum. Yeah, it, it with like wet Kool Aid packets on it. Right. And he's trying to crawl out of the grave, and all of a sudden, Sam's up there with a shovel, and he just starts burying him alive. And he's, like, flipping out. But what's funny is, is those long views, I never could see where the, the thing was sticking out of his leg. Mm-mm. Like, you couldn't. Yeah, so. Yeah, anyway, that's Rick's death scene, is he just covers him up with dirt. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Yeah. So. Terrible. That's that one. It's a bad kill. And the next one. I will say, wasn't bad. The kill scene wasn't, but his buddy, uh, it says, man, he says, I'm gonna go see if uh, Rick's still at the graveside. He's or, or the graveyard. He said, I haven't seen him. So he goes back and he's hollering for Rick. He's like, man, you you still here? You still around? All of a sudden, you see Uncle Sam come up behind him with something and wraps it around his throat. Well, then Sam goes over to the flagpole and he starts wheeling him in, and he hangs this dude on a flagpole. I did think that was pretty unique. Yeah, but then you caught a blueprint. Yeah, go ahead and tell about that. Yeah, you can see <clears throat> as he's Uncle Sam's hoisting this guy up on this little rope. You can see underneath his glove, and it's just you know straight white, no makeup. Yeah, clear as day. <sighs> well, anyway, the next day uh, I hate the fact that I look for bloopers now <laughs> in anything that I watch. Right, I hate it. <laughs> so the next day is uh, all the kids are getting ready for the parade. And uh, Mr. Crandall comes out there and he's like, uh, George Washington, you stay up there. And, you know, he's talking to one of the kids. And he looks at George Washington and he's like, uh, where's your hatchet? And he goes, I don't know. I thought you had it. He goes, no. He goes, well, it's in the classroom. I'll go get it. And he goes in there and he's like, where is this daggum hatchet? And I don't know where you can see that Uncle Sam is in there. And all of a sudden, the way he raises that hatchet up. I was just waiting for the swing. Yeah. And... <clears throat> It doesn't ever show it on uh, screen, 
but it cuts back to the kids and one of another teachers like, Hey, where's Mr. Crandall at? And they're like, Oh, he went to go get the hatchet and it cuts back. And Mr. Crandall's laying there with the hatchet in his head. And that one was probably the best looking as far as makeup and graphic wise. Yeah. The best looking kill that, that, that was in the movie. Right. Cause it actually looked legit. And as far, and then the, as the parade's going, Jody's looking out his window and he's like, you know, he's still grounded and he's like, I'm not going to miss this. Right. So he goes to take off and he goes to look for his medals and his medals are missing. And first thing he does is he's like, she had no right. Right. He's thinking his mama took his medals. So anyway, now PJ souls, baby. Yeah. She in- first second of her 15 seconds. She enters the movie and she's, she's the mom and it's her and her husband. Uh, the, they're the Cro- Cronin now, family was Mac. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying the yeah, last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but they have a little boy in a wheelchair that is burnt half of his face, and he's blind. And uh, he's like, I don't want to go, Mom. And she's like, no, we're going to go. And she said uh, to prove that we're not ashamed of what happened last year, and the people that did this to you should see what, had, what has happened. Yeah. So we know he was in something to do with fire. We just don't know exactly what happened. Right. So once again, no backstory, no backstory. So <laughs> I just wrote down on this national anthem. <laughs> They're like, okay, you know, the mayor's up there. And he's like, now to sing the national anthem. And I don't know the boy's name. I don't think they really ever said his name. I don't think so. But it's funny. He gets up there. To, uh, you know, he's a high school kid and he starts singing, but then he's, <laughs> he starts turning it into more like he's, a, a he's metal. Sing, he sings. Okay. Then at one point he goes, and he just starts screaming and then he turns it into a metal concert yeah and they just and they start booing him and they they shove him off and he he moons him as he's Mm -hmm. leaving and the mayor is like i think we can do a lot better than that so they all start singing it but (laughs) i thought that was pretty funny um and now it cuts to jed and ralph are talking and once again ralph's being real arrogant yeah and jed's like I bet you support that that uh, kid that disrespected the national anthem, don't you? And he's like, Jed, I'll give you 50 bucks if you can sing that entire song. He goes, nobody knows the words or the entire words of that song. I do. And Jed just kind of looked over at him. He's like, that's what I thought. And Ralph is dressed as Abraham Lincoln. So Jed's like, I ain't got, you know, he's like, I ain't got time to mess with you. So he starts to walk off. Well, he bumps into Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. And he looks into the eyes and he can really, he sees those yellow eyes and everything that's like molded around him. And he just looks and he's like, I'm all right. I'm all right. Cause uncle Sam's got a hold of him. Yeah. He doesn't say a word. Uncle Sam lets him go. And Jed goes about his way and we see a girl. She's, she's cooking these ribs, man. They look good. Oh, too. That looks so good. She's got this meat cleaver. And she's chopping them all up. Well, she pulls this, uh, I was going to say, she, pull, she pulls the pot out. She pulls the joint out. And the she, doobie. The doobie. She walks off to go smoke this uh, joint. And, of course, the officer from the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. who saw who was trying to make out with uh, Phil. Yeah, there you go. Deputy Burke. Um, he catches her and he's like, where'd you get this? She goes, I found it. He goes, where'd you find it? And she won't answer him. And he's like, get your butt back over there. Uh, back to the grill, get the ribs off, you know. So she takes off running, and as she comes back, she pulls another slab of ribs off. The cleaver's gone now, so mm-hmm. we already know where that's at. Oh yeah. So now we go to the sack race. You want to explain this 
part right here? Well, it was weird because it, it's like they're racing, doing the sack race all over town. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so they start this, and of course, Jody's going to be in front. He's one of the main characters in the movie. So they're going to put Jody in the front, and he's going to be in the lead for the most part. He was also like the smallest kid, too. Yeah, he really was. So they all take off when they start the sack race, and everything's going on fine. And it really does like they're sack racing a whole mile. Well, then all of a sudden, from the back comes the teenager that was singing the national anthem. And he was bumping, knocking people down, and and all this kind of stuff. Well, he gets closer to the front, and then he's going to take a shortcut. So he goes off the trail and then ends up rolling down this big old hill. And makes makes a hard landing yeah. behind what looks like his junkyard, and uh, he's you know hopping through and comes up against this old car and there's this guy and this girl in the car. You know what they were doing, mm-hmm. and uh, so then it shows him hopping around. With, was it an orchard, some kind of orchard yeah. or something? Yeah. So he comes hopping around the orchard and he turns a corner and Uncle Sam's sitting there by the trees, and he's like, "Hey, great costume! You want to show me a way out of here?" And then he just hops off. Doesn't even wait for him to say anything. Well, then he hops past a couple of trees, and Uncle Sam's right there again. Just like instantaneous. Just kind of shifted. Like a Jason. (laughs) (laughs) So then, you know, he keeps mouthing him or whatever. He hops a couple more, and then, bam, he's right there in his face. And he's got the cleaver. Mm -hmm. And he just makes one little swipe. Takes his head clean off. Yep. And it just shows him holding his head. Yeah. All bloody and disgusting. Yeah. Like a really bad fake head. <laughs> he didn't look nothing like the guy. No, nothing like him. And then it cuts to Sam in the background after he just killed this kid. He sees his wife and the police officer talking, and he puts his arm around her. She's like, "Please don't do that." And he's like, "Why? You don't think everybody knows that me and you are seeing each other?" Mm-hmm. And here, and this part's funny because all of a sudden it, it cuts to Sam, Uncle Sam, and he's doing like the little shooter game. Yeah. And he breaks the the actual little gun off of the chain. And I'm like, oh, man, he better start capping people. Which makes sense because those like BB gun. That's what I thought. But anyway, it could, and, and, but he takes the gun. And the next thing you know, there's Ralph sitting up there dressed as Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sally goes up there to see him. And she's like, what are you doing sitting up all up here by yourself? You know, and he won't answer because... And, but we see the bullet hole on the side of his head. Yeah, we get the shot on the, uh, his right side. And yeah. it shows the bullet hole in his temple, and she can't see it yet. And she's like, oh, are you giving me the tra- uh, quiet treatment? And then as she, she raises his head up, he falls over and falls off this, like, oh, I guess it was almost like a balcony pedestal thing yeah. for him. And <laughs> it killed me because he falls over, she screams, and it cuts to the next scene where they're, like, zipping him up or putting a cover over him. And she's supposed to be upset, but she's set Indian-style on this little deck, eating popcorn. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. she's, like, in trauma. She's like, who would want to kill Ralph? <laughs> yeah, makes no sense. Can I get some extra butter on this, please? <laughs> He'd be like, this is, uh, it's cold. And Jody, boy, he ain't pulling no punches. He's like, well, who wouldn't want to kill Ralph? He's a jerk. <laughs> See, but the thing about Jody is, it's like, he has these lines that are supposed to be filled with emotion. Right. One way or the other. But he's like has no emotion, right? It's weird. Yeah, kid, I'm sorry. Uh, Christopher Ogden was not a good actor back then. No, I couldn't tell you today. Don't know the dude. He doesn't have a picture on IMDb if that tells you anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 
anyway, then next thing you know, uh, Jody and his mom and his aunt are all in this like, I'm going to say it's like a little barn almost. Yeah, it's like a barn. Yeah, they're sitting there talking and they start bringing up about Sam. Mm -hmm. And he starts getting, Jody starts getting mad because Jody's like, why do y'all always talk bad about Sam? And his aunt tells his mom, she's like, you need to go ahead and tell him the truth. And she's like, no, I can't do that. Well, finally, uh, what's, what's the aunt's name? Louise. Louise finally says, okay, listen, I'll tell him. So she finally tells him the backstory of Sam about how he was just abusive to her and that she would be scared uh, knowing that he was at the house. And then his mom tells him that he did things to her when they were living together. Like, cause that's her brother. Yeah. And it never says what you can assume. I mean, yeah. When Louise started talking about how he was abusive to her, I kind of got the gist of that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But when the mom started talking, I was like, all right, so he was abusive to his wife. And then the mom started saying what she was saying. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, you kind of get an idea of what she's trying to say without having her actually say it, but it never actually says it. Right. So I don't, you don't really know if he was just abusive in the fact that he used to hit her and beat her too, verbally abusive, or if it was a sexual nature. Right. But you kind of get an idea that it was. Mm-hmm. And even Louise, she um, she looks at Jody at one point. And she's like, do you understand what she's trying to tell you? And he's like, yes. Yeah, and he's like, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, so it's like they 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 wanted it to be known, but they didn't want to say it. Right. You know what I mean? Which honestly was kind of confusing. You know, I understand that's not something you want to just like bring out into the open. And but, you know, it was it was just weird. Yeah. Well, then all of a sudden, Officer Burke comes in, and he's like, hey, Jody, I need to speak to the ladies, please. Mm-hmm. And he tells them there's been another murder. We found a body with the head missing. Well, as soon as he says it, it cuts to the girl that was smoking pot and that's cooking the ribs. She opens the grill, and there's the head. Yeah. And as she's screaming, all of a sudden, we see Uncle Sam's hand comes up behind her and shoves her face on the grill. She gets barbecued. Yep. And it doesn't show it. It just shows, you know, like, yeah. you know what happened. Oh, yeah. You don't get your head shoved in the grill and not be barbecued. Right. Well, then now it goes to the blind kid, which I believe his name was Barry. My favorite character. Yes, he was mine too. And he's like, someone's dead. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he just knows it. he can feel it. And uh, has Uncle Sam already put his hand against him? Yeah. So he put his – Uncle Sam come up one time and, put, and touched his face and – the blind kid, which, you know, of course, is Barry. He's like, who is that? Who is that? And he goes, uh, I know your pain. And I am going, and I know what you want. I'm going to make everyone suffer. I'm going to do everything you, you want done. Yeah. Yeah. So, apparently, this kid has kind of a connection. Yeah. And it's funny because the mayor's up there talking about all, all the stuff that's going on. He's like, hopefully, this will be a better fireworks show and no accidents like last year. And he looks down and... <laughs> There's the family, the black kid and his mom and dad behind him. And, and he just kind of looks at him like, sorry. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Again, we don't know what happened. Right. We had no idea of what happened. All you, you can probably say that there was an explosion that burned this kid. Well, then it cut. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, now let's get the uh, congressman up here to say a few words. And they can't find the congressman. Mm-hmm. And the congressman's bodyguard's like, 
He went to go get his speech, and now the limousine driver can't find him. Right. And he's like, well, then screw it. we got to do the fireworks show. Well, as they're getting ready for the fireworks show, we see the congressman is being tied up, and he's got like a handkerchief in his mouth, and he's got all these fireworks attached to his chest. And they look like just like the sparklers. Yeah. And they're all flipping. They're all flipping out because there's a congressman up there, and just a couple start sparking. Mm-hmm. It don't look like nothing big, and but we keep seeing uh, Uncle Sam's hand. He's controlling all the yeah. all the fireworks. Congressman is flipping out. I mean, he's he's getting burnt up pretty much. And finally, Uncle Sam sets the big power off, and boom, explodes. Huge fire kills the congressman. Sends Deputy Burke flying. Yeah, because Deputy Burke is running up a hill to try to get him down. Mm-hmm. Well, as he sends him flying because the the blowback of the explosion, Uncle Sam takes. I did like this one. Yeah. Uncle Sam takes the American flag pole, and, and, you know, the flag pole with the American flag yeah. on it, and holds it up like he's going to catch him with it, and it stabs right through him, and he just slides down the pole. Yeah. So I did like that. I didn't think that was bad. But. Um, Trying to think what. Oh, anyway, I know uh, Jed. What's his name? Zed or Jed? I'm Jed. sorry. Jed and Jody. They run into each other again, and he's telling them, "What are you still doing here? You need to get out of here." Him and the blind kid. You know, he's telling them that uh, you need to get out of here. Um, oh man, yeah, this, this was right after um, Jody started talking to Barry, and Barry pretty much let him know that it, it was Uncle Sam. But it was his Uncle Sam. You know, it wasn't just some random person or whatever. It was actually his Uncle Sam. So then they run into Jed, and, and Jed's trying to wheel Barry out, and he's telling him the whole time, you know, we know who it is. It's the guy that played Uncle – it's the guy that's Uncle Sam. And <clears throat> Jed keeps asking him. He was like, well, well, you know, who is it? Who who Who's dressed up like that? He's like, you wouldn't believe us if we told you. Right. And they start talking about ghosts. And, and he's like, uh, you expect me to believe that? So then they, it cuts to – them going to um, Jody's house yep. and they're going to open the casket. Well, they open the casket and the sergeant's in there. Sergeant Twinning. Yep. So he's, he's not in there and they're like, well, where could he go on the blind kid? Which is Barry, of course. He says, uh, I know what I would do. I'd go get my wife back. Yep. So anyway, they go to Louise's house. So it was, they weren't living together because they actually go to her house. And yeah. as they're as they're leaving to go to her house, Jody's mom comes up and she's like, "Where are y'all going?" And Jed's like, "We're going to uh, call the cops, uh, tell them to come to your sister's house." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, I'll just go with you." And he's like, "No, you stay here." So they get in, and it's this. Oh, when they walk in the front door, Louise has this freaking Michael Myers butcher knife, and she's like holding it up, walking toward them all creepy. And then he turns around, and he's like, "No, it's me." And she's like, "Ah!" <laughs> like. I don't know. It was just... Ugh. She almost aced Jed. I'd have been upset. But you got to see how she how she does it, though. I mean, it's, yeah, just, it's just... It's just like... Ah. <laughs> the look on her face was just, like, terrible. Yeah, and he tells her, you know, he, he he's like, we got to get you out of here. And I don't think she's buying it either that it's actually no, Sam. No. I don't... Yeah. Mm-mm. So Jed, uh, he says, I'm... I'm I think he goes to use the phone to call 911. You got the old rotary phone. Yep. So he goes into the kitchen to call it. Well, as he's calling and he, and he, it's ringing, he looks over and he sees that the Uncle Sam's costume is sitting there. Yep. And it's not the costume, it's just the face mask and the hat. And as he turns around, 
now Sam's revealing himself. And Sam's like, look what you you made me. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, Jed is the one that kind of talked Sam into joining the army. Right. So, or whatever part of the the army he was in, you know. And all of a sudden, dude, Jed just goes flying through the, it, what, what, what would you call that part? Wasn't really the wall, but it was like a. No, it was like a divider. It was kind of like um, it was kind of like a shelf that had the backing on it was like almost lattice mm-hmm. looking, like the cross hatches. Yeah, but you know, it was yeah. He come flying through it. Yeah, and he had the he landed in the living room in front of everybody, and now finally Sam has revealed itself to everybody. Yep, and I, it's like what you said. He was walking just fine through the whole movie, and now all of a sudden. Now all of a sudden Sam's got like this limp. Mm-hmm. Well, when he when he's coming uh, toward everybody, of course his wife Louise she just starts uh, shooting. She gets six shots off in his chest, and Jed, uh, Jed gets up and he's like, "You can't kill him," you know. Yeah, and then Jody again, emotionless, said a lot of good that did. Yeah, like didn't even act like he was scared or nothing. And finally Jody says, uh, "Y'all get out of here." He goes, "He won't hurt me." Yeah, and. They actually left the kid. They they get out. Jed and uh, Louise actually leave the house, and it's funny because uh, Jody looks at Sam and he says, "I wanted to be just like you." And Sam's like, "You have to be dead first. And then how's he say it, Randy? Are you volunteering? Yeah. <laughs> like the whole time he's actually talking, he's got like this raspy voice and <clears throat> almost like it's a whisper. But it's just like this. Yeah, but it's funny because uh, before Jed takes off, he says, what are you doing, kid? We can't uh, kill him. He goes, go get the cannon. Yeah. Remember? So that's where Jed, Zed, Jed is Jed, going. Jed was going to get the cannon. Yeah. So he takes off to go get the cannon and doesn't get the cannonballs. <laughs> but like I said, Jody, I mean, he, he he's right. He Sam's really got a spot for him, like mm-hmm. a, a soft spot for him. Because, I mean, he's not trying to kill him or nothing. Right. And he goes to grab his hand to take him out, take him out of the house. But this right here is the funniest scene of the entire movie right here. So Zed is getting in his truck and he just hooked up the cannon to it. Didn't grab the cannonballs. And takes off of this cannon. Without the cannonballs. Yeah, attached to the back (laughs) of his tailgate. And he pulls back up to the house Barry is sitting on the sidewalk <laughs> in the wheelchair, just sitting there. Like looking straight. Staring like, off into nowhere. And they they, they left this blind burnt. Wheel, burnt kid in a wheelchair in front of a house with a while, monster in it. With a monster in it. <laughs> while he went off to strap a cannon. But here's the funniest part. The kid is just sitting there, straight-faced, everything. Zed pulls up, and as soon as he hits the brakes, puts it in park, uh, Barry, the blind kid, goes, we're here! And I'm like, what? Whips the chair around like he... Johnny even said while we was watching the movie that he could just see the Barry behind the truck, just willing it, (laughs) just chasing down Jed in the truck. Maybe he thought he was in the truck the entire time. It was a long stoplight. (laughs) Lord. But this kid though takes charge. I'm gonna say that he's like an old mafia boss sitting in that chair behind him. <laughs> but it's funny because when he says we're here, um, oh, 
Jody and Sam's coming out. Were they holding hands? I think he was holding his hand. <laughs> they come out on the porch, and Jed's like, I can't get a shot. And he goes, he'll move. The kid does the blanket. He goes, he'll, uh, what? he'll move. <laughs> and uh, he goes, Jody's in the way. Oh, he'll move. And then he's like, Jody, get out of the way and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, the blanket just goes, light it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, Jody's walking him down the porch, and he's saying, I'm with my uncle. He's going to take me with him and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, Jed's like, I can't do it with Jody on there. And he goes, light it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, just. So he he lights the cannon, and boom, it hits Uncle Sam. Mind you, he didn't have any cannonballs. Throws them back, uh, catches catches the whole thing on fire, and, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Jody is running as he shoots this cannon toward him. And when it hits him and it explodes, you know, it's supposed to be this big dramatic, like it blows Jody, you know, because the, what's it called, the, Explosion. Yeah, but what what is it called after uh, when something explodes? I said earlier. Yeah, when it throws him back, he goes ah ah, lands on the grass. So bad. Turns around and they're like yeah, and the blind kid's all happy man. He's throwing his hands up. Mm -hmm. He's like yeah yeah, you know. Well, all of a sudden, Uncle Sam is on fire, and he starts walking toward Jody. Yep. The don't get me wrong, it's cool shot seeing somebody walking on fire, walking while they're on fire, but. They really messed up because you could see that the stunt man had like a protective thing on his face. Yeah, the camera the camera angle was terrible. Yeah, and you you could totally like didn't even look monstrous. Mm-mm. Didn't even look like Uncle Sam. Right. And finally, he gets another cannonball ready, which he didn't bring with him. Yep. Fires it off. Bam! Hits Uncle Sam. Throws him back into the window. Through the window. And boom! Boom! House explodes. Uncle Sam is dead. I say you, he dead. I say you, again. Yeah, so that was it. Killed him. And it kind of fades off. And now it's, I'm guessing, the next morning. And we see Jody. He's uh, at a little, like, barrel throwing all this army stuff. I don't know if he had any of his uncle's stuff. But he's throwing all his army, like, toys and stuff away. And his mom just sitting on the back porch watching, or standing on the back porch watching. He's like, she's she, smiling. Yeah, she's smiling. But watching. she did something. Yeah, she wasn't. Mm. But she's sitting there. She's proud because, you know, she's realized he's changed his mind about wanting to be like his Uncle Sam and all this. But then Jody turns around and the camera is going in slow motion and he just does this smile and that's it. And then it fades to black and the movie's over. No, it doesn't fade. It's another thing that made no sense. Kid oh. turns around, does a little smirk in slow motion, which makes no sense. Yeah. And then the screen, like the, the picture on the screen shatters like glass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like why? I don't what, know. What did shattering glass have anything to do with it? I it, don't know. It, it was just like they were trying to figure out a transition for the end of the movie and just said, here, pick this. Right. And after the glass breaks, that's it for uh, Uncle Sam. Yeah. End of the movie. Thankfully. So, <clears throat> that being said, you know what time it is, Randy Cakes. Time for the... Uh, the uh, scoring. Pulling scale. Pulling scale, baby. So, I'm going to go first on this one. You go right ahead. I feel... Oh, Lord. 
Now, the the thing that we have to remember, this movie was in 1998. Six. 96? 1996. How many movies have we done that were for this? And and think about the way that they were done. That, that, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, but Scream came out in 1996 as well. Exactly. So. Think about that. Yeah. Okay. So, was not the worst movie I've seen. Uh, Black Christmas. If you are going to watch the film, which I don't recommend. If you are going to watch it, at least watch it for the blind kid. Because mm-hmm. I think he made the movie. Just fast forward it. To the last, like. 20 minutes but i don't recommend the film i give it a thumbs down uh grading it hold on (laughs) oh lord have mercy on them uh i'm gonna give it a d a d i mean because i've seen worse films i really have garbage day (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i don't recommend it i give it a thumbs down not even a one-time watch, but I, I give it a D. Yeah. I don't recommend it. Okay. And I picked it. Yeah. yeah this is one of those movies like you, <clears throat> I remember seeing when I was younger <clears throat> and we were talking about movies for July and I thought, oh, Sam, 4th of July. I remember that was based around 4th of July. So that was the first one to pop in my head. And yeah, it was nothing like I remember it as a kid. <laughs> at least Killer Clowns from Outer Space was exactly as I remember it as a kid. Right. Um, don't recommend watching it. Again, if if you want to know what the movie's about, just get on YouTube, Google the trailer, and watch the Minute 36 trailer, and that's pretty much the movie. Um, the pulling scale, it's getting an F. An F? An F for me. It was There was nothing. The, the kid, Barry, was, for me, the best part. Mm-hmm. And that didn't come on until the last 15 minutes. Right. <clears throat> there were just with bad camera angles. The acting was horrible on so many different levels. And then you said it had a budget of $2 million? And it had a budget of uh, estimated of $2 million. Um, there was just, there was things in it that didn't make sense. Yeah. There were um, scenes that didn't make sense. There were things that happened that you had no idea, no backstory on until like right at the end of the movie. And then there were things that you never really got a whole lot of backstory on, period. Right. We never knew what happened with the dad. We never really knew what happened to Barry. Why he was, what exactly happened? We just know that it had to, it was more than likely a firework accident. Yeah. Now they did, she did say that she thinks that because she couldn't trust men, that might be one reason why her dad or her husband left her. Yeah. She did say that, but there still was no. I don't know. Yeah, but does does it say that her husband left her or that it didn't? I think she said it didn't work out with her dad, with his dad. Yeah, so see, I just don't and, know. So, I mean, that, that might have been what they wanted to back. And if so, it was very, like, um, subtle. Right. But, yeah. <clears throat> so, you're giving it an F. I'm giving, it, I'm giving it an F. Thumbs down. Don't watch it. F rating. Okay. Well, just, like I said, I've seen worse, man. And, I mean, I really have. Black Christmas. I don't know, dude. I'm I'm serious. I think Black Christmas may even be better than this. No. No. <laughs> this was better than Jack Frost. At least Jack Frost has some really funny moments. Yeah, but that kid in that Jack Frost movie, I can't stand. <laughs> That's why I'll never watch it again. Is he worse than Jody? Yes. I mean, he made him. Some, no, no, some, he was stupid. Some antifreeze cookies. No, no. 
stupid. <laughs> but anyway, that's our review of the 1996. Uh, this IMDB says it's a comedy horror, where Google said it was a horror slasher. I'm going to go with more comedy horror. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. There wasn't no slasher in this. Even IMDb uh, rated it four point five out of ten. Yeah, so bad. Anyway, our next episode will be featuring. Will be a good one. Yes, I know what you did last summer, which I never really put two and two together that it was based around Fourth of July. Right, that was my pick. Yeah. His pick was this Uncle yeah. Sam crap. Yeah, he's gonna win this month for sure. <laughs> but. We're all going to win in August. Yes. Go ahead and tell them about August. August is the birth month. Not only my birthday, so happy birthday to me in August, but it's also Alfred Hitchcock's birthday month. Mm -hmm. So we are doing both episodes for Alfred Hitchcock. I believe we're going to do Rear Window. Yes. Which I have never seen. And then we're going to do a classic, The Birds. The Birds. So... I figured everybody would be like, oh, Psycho. Yeah. I love Psycho. Mm -hmm. But I want to change it up. Yeah, for sure. I want to do one I've never seen. So, Rear Window, and, and you've talked about it before. Yeah. And then I wanted to do one that, that a lot of people know and are familiar with. And honestly, Re Rear Window is not a horror mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. It's just a mystery. Mm -hmm. But. Hitchcock's a horror icon. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it is good, though. Yeah, for sure. So, next episode we're doing, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yes. Stay tuned. Uh, two weeks from now, we are going to get you. Uh, before we go, remember, always check us out anytime you can on any any social media platform. Get on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Check us out, Small Town Horror Podcast. Um, let us know what you think. Yes, and our Twitter followers are growing. It's not you know huge right now, but if you're looking for us on Twitter, it's at Small T Horror Pod. So, like I said, uh, and eventually, I'm hoping because, I mean, we've gotten quite a bit of responses on Twitter. I'm hoping eventually I can start posting questions on there about upcoming episodes or, hey, what do you guys want to hear? Stuff like that. But uh, And, of course, you can find us on pretty much anything you get your podcast on. Uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, all that good stuff. So, you know the routine if you're a, if you're a follower of ours since day one but you're one of the real ones <laughs> yeah there you go you're the real mvp so that being said i cannot wait till the next episode i'm excited i really like i know what you did last summer and i haven't watched it so long so yeah it's gonna be a good one so anyway uh you got anything else you want to so. all righty so we'll let them go to bed now right oh actually it's gonna be yeah might gonna be bedtime for them no 10 o'clock well it depends on when you're listening to it <laughs> put your put your earpods in. Lay down when you go to bed and just listen to right. the soothing sounds of small town horror. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but anyway, ah, uh, ah, ah, ah. all right. So that's us signing off. So as always, stay scared, stay spooky. <laughs>